Hi everyone and welcome to episode 17 of the Ask the Coach show. I'm Jeff Plum and with me as always is Alois Rosario. Welcome Alois. Morning Jeff, how are you going? I'm going well, thank you. And we had a lot of this discussion yesterday about our Zhang Jikur question and whether he should have been fined his prize money. Got a lot of uh, input. What are your thoughts, Alois? Yeah, it, um, I, I had a good look at the uh, the celebrations and, yeah, he, I mean, he does go a bit overboard, but gee, I think the fine was pretty heavy, wasn't it? You know, $50,000 is a big whack for... Um, for kicking some barriers, but I mean, um, you know, it's not it's not behaviour that we want to see from table tennis players either. Yes, it was interesting, wasn't it? Because was the behaviour him just being angry and trying to destroy something, or was he just trying to sort of kick the barrier and, and thought that barrier would kind of just fly away, or, or was he actually trying to damage something? Yeah, no, I think um, uh, it certainly wasn't ang wasn't an angry response. It was uh, just an exuberation and you know a way of um, letting out some uh, some energy, I suppose. But the only thing is that if he had done it once, you know, okay. But the the fact that he went and did it the second time, I think, is probably what got him. Mm, okay. So in the footage I saw, yeah, he, he's kind of accelerating and went and did a big kick and it looked like he was just trying to kick the barrier out of the way and maybe he didn't realise there was the advertising board there or something. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah the, the barriers are pretty flimsy. They're um, just some core flute board. Um, and, yeah, maybe maybe he did uh, just think that, you know, that it was just going to move out of the way and he was going to be able to walk through it, I think. So... Uh, that's probably what, what the first reaction was. Yeah, so we got a bit of mixed debate. Some people saying, oh, it's ridiculous, he shouldn't have been fined. Some people were saying, oh, well, you know, he can't have that behaviour, he should have been fined. And then there was a, sort of a third response, which was, oh, the fine was excessive, maybe he should have just been fined 5,000 euros. And I yes. think, to me, I don't know, for a player like Jean-Jean Kerr, does a fine of 48,000 or 5,000 make any difference, or is that... You know, to him, is that money not really relevant? Yeah, it probably isn't all that uh, relevant. The amount, um, it's probably more in the eyes of the public of uh, of what the what the amount does mean, though. So yeah, uh, yeah but what I, what I do know, the ITTF just needs really uh, clear guidelines around this sort of behaviour about damaging equipment and behaviour, and have rules, and then just enforce them. Yeah. The the uh, the only other thing I'd say is that uh, I know in Australia um, it made the the local news um, and another show uh, evening show and um, and that's not the publicity that we uh, usually get so maybe you know as they say any publicity is good publicity. Yes, I mean they didn't actually show any points of table tennis from what I saw, but they just showed him kicking the barriers. But it did get table tennis in the news here in Australia. So well done, Zhang Zikur. Um, in my eyes, he's still a great player, and that was, um, you know, a great victory. I'm not, yeah, it's a difficult one. I think you don't want that image. So maybe they did need to take the fine and just we'll move on and table tennis will keep on going on. And Zhang Zikur, I'm sure, will keep on winning. All righty. Let's get some questions, Alois. Okay, first up, 
we have a question from Skips. And Skip says, is it good for someone to practice pen hold and shake hand styles? Um, yeah, Skips, I, I think it's better to just stick with one grip. Perhaps initially when you are learning or just starting the game, you can certainly experiment with both styles, with the shake hand and the pen hold grips. But once you've made that decision, it's best to just stay with one style. There's no real advantage in practicing with two styles. So <clears throat> choose the one that you think you're going to uh, feel more comfortable with and progress fastest with and stay with that. And as to which one that is, I mean, there's uh, world-class players using both styles. So it's just for you to work out for yourself um, what which grip is better for you. Okay, great, Skip. So... Pick one and then stick with it so you don't double up your training efforts and let us know what you choose and good luck with your practice. Okay, now Tyler Reeves, thank you for asking a question on our Google Hangout page. Um, Tyler has asked, what is the best way to hit a slow spinny topspin forehand with the pen hold grip? Yeah, so... Um with with the forehand, um, the pen hold and shake hand grips are really similar. There's very little difference between the two. So the angle of your racket for the pen hold grip with a, with a slow spinny top spin, um, you need to brush the ball upwards a little bit more so that you're not getting that forward momentum. You're getting more, I'll just grab a ball. You're not getting that forward momentum. You're getting the the more uh, vertical momentum to brush the ball to get the ball to go up and slower and spinnier. If you hit through the ball, you're going to get a faster uh, ball. If you brush, you're going to get the slower top spin. So starting nice and low, finishing nice and high with your racket, um, same as we do in the um, with the shake hand. Um, really no differences at all with the shake hand and the pinhole grip with the forehand slow spinny topspin. So we do have um, a video on the slow spinny topspin in our strokes and techniques section. So um, so that's something you, you can check out. Great. Okay, so Tyler, yeah, get the, um, the bat moving up fast and brushing the ball to really generate that spin and take a look at our slow spinny topspin video. Good luck with that forehand. Okay, now we have a question from Fleming. Fleming says, whenever I return a heavy backspin serve, it just goes straight into the net. How do I overcome this problem? Yeah, so um, the, the heavy backspin serve is, is probably the one that gives um, players the most trouble once they get to a certain level. So with the backspin serve, if you hit the ball flat, that way, the ball is going to dive off your bat straight downwards. So you really need to turn that bat uh, backwards a lot to get the ball going in the direction you want to. Sometimes, though, even that's not enough because the ball really just dives straight down even from that. So sometimes with that, if the ball is really heavy, you need to have that bat at that angle, but also just lift a little bit. So just go upwards a fraction with your stroke to just lift that ball up a little bit higher and get it over the net. All those subtle changes just require a lot of practice to just 
find the correct angle, the one that's going to work for that particular serve. And remember, the serve can change with the spin slightly all the time. Sometimes there's a little bit more backspin, sometimes a little bit less backspin. So that's you know, what we talk a lot about on the site is just building up that bulk of um, information in your head of the different angles that you need for each different um, serve with the subtle changes. But the basic principle gets you back right back and if that's still not working, just come forward and lift up a fraction with your stroke to lift the ball up over the net. Okay, Tyler, that is, oh, no, sorry, Tyler, that Tyler was the previous question. Fleming, thanks very much for that question. Take Alois' advice and then see if you can get someone to serve to you, say 100 or even 200 backspin serves in a row, and you just start practicing um, using that technique that Alois told you. And the more you can get someone to practice that serve, the better you're going to get at it. So... Find someone, practice the serve, and I'm sure you will improve. Okay, now Friendy has asked us a question. He says, hi, Ping Skills. Is it better to pivot when receiving serve, or is it better just to use your backhand? Can you please also tell me the reason why? Yeah, so, uh, so Friendy, it's, it's a matter of uh, your um, abilities. So... If your backhand topspin is solid and you're confident with it... I'm um, sorry, Alois. A few people might just not know what a pivot is as well, so we may just uh, explain that too. Yeah, sure. So a pivot is when you move around your backhand corner and make a forehand topspin. So you're jumping around um, your backhand corner to play a forehand rather than playing a backhand. So that's what we call um, the pivot. Yeah, good point, Jeff. So, yeah, so, so that does depend on the strength of your backhand mainly. So if your backhand is fairly strong and you're confident with it and you can cope with uh, different types of spin and serves on the backhand side, then there's no reason to pivot. So you can just stand there, make your backhand top spin, and then you're in a better position for the next ball no matter where it comes. But if you aren't confident with your backhand, if your backhand... Um, isn't as strong as your forehand, then it's probably time to um, execute the pivot. So get it right around, move around the corner, make your forehand topspin from there. The the thing with that though then is that it does leave you exposed. So once you've made that pivot, then the whole um, rest of the court is open and you need to be able to move um, into position for that next ball as well. I mean, Zhu Zin, um, pivots a lot because his forehand is so strong compared to his backhand. But the real critical factor with him is his footwork is just amazing. So he can just get around, play his backhand, uh, forehand topspin from there, and then be over um, on the wide forehand ball and cover that as well. So, so, so friendly just depends on basically the strength of your backhand um, and relative to your forehand topspin as well. Great explanation, Alex. And yes, Zhu Zin is amazing. If you haven't seen him, check out some videos of Zhu Zin playing. His footwork is incredible. Okay, that brings us on to the Ping Skillers question of the day. And today we're asking, is Chinese dominance hurting table tennis? So get in there, leave a comment. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this one. And that wraps up episode 17 of the Ask the Coach show. 
Uh, make sure to check out www.pingskills.com and we will see you next time for episode 18. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Alois. Thanks, Jeff. See you, Pingskillers, later. Have a good day.